You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Star Wars Rebel Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Scotty White, and my co-host over here right in front of me is... Ethan Young. Hi, Ethan. How are you? I'm great. Um, So I know this is a little late in the season. You know, Star Wars Rebels... Just, just a little. Star Wars Rebels has been going on for a little while, right. and uh, me and Ethan have been watching it pretty much since it started, and uh, we love it. We absolutely love it, and me and Ethan have been wanting to do a podcast together, and so I was like, well, let's just start taking Rebels episode by episode and, you know, just do our spin on it. Because I know, like, there's a million podcasts and there's probably a million podcasts on Star Wars Rebels, but I'm an old school Star Wars fan. I, you know, I became, uh, I was born in 77. So uh, as a small child, you could not escape it. It's kind of ingrained in my DNA. Right. And so I've had, you know, this, this bizarre love mm-hmm. affair with Star Wars from, you know, from 77 to 85 from the toys. And then from 95 to 2000 with a card game, and then various video games, and of course the prequels, and then now we're up to um, some Clone Wars. I'm not as crazy about the Clone Wars. Really? Because I love the Clone Wars. A lot of people do, and I I think for me is I haven't given a a long enough chance to watch the Clone Wars. Yeah, you really got to watch pretty deep into the series before it takes off. And so uh, I remember when Star Wars Rebels was announced, I was skeptical. Um, and I saw the first, oh, well, I mean, I was following a little bit, they would show stuff like, uh, a little bit about Chopper, and, you know, a few other characters, um, uh, and then they would, they, they teased the Inquisitor, mm-hmm. and I thought that was, that was cool, and then I watched the, they did a, I guess they made a preview of this first episode that we're going to talk about, and, which was basically the opening speed of speed bike chase, and I wasn't impressed, and really? so, yeah, it just seemed like it was... The language was hokey, and I was like, you know, it's going to be on Disney XD, and Disney's really going to dumb this down, and I will admit that I was worried, concerned, and was most likely not going to watch it. I am so glad I changed my mind. Yeah. This is the Star Wars I always wanted, and if you've not seen Rebels and you're an old school Star Wars fan like I am, this is what you played in your black backyard as a kid. This is what you had with your Star Wars action figures. If you played the RPG like I did, it's the adventures you and your friends had around the tabletop. It is the neatest thing Star Wars has put out since Return of the Jedi. I agree with that. I heartedly agree. I mean, and, and Ethan's a little younger. I don't know. What is your relationship with Star Wars? Uh, my relationships with Star Wars started uh, probably back when I was 10. Uh, Dad and I were at the library, and I pulled what I thought was a single film. Um, uh, what was it? It was um, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I pulled it off the shelf. At the library? Yeah, at the library. Your father had failed you and not shown these things early. Well, I was young. Like I said, I was probably, I, don't, I, don't even, I think I was like five years old okay. when this happened. All right. And I pulled it off the shelf, and I was like, this is awesome. I want to see it. Dad's like, uh, well, it's kind of out of order. And I didn't care. And they didn't have the first one. <laughs> and then they, they didn't have the first one. So we, we went home, and we watched it. And I fell in love. And then I promptly forgot about it because I was like five. Until one year, um, my neighbor's... Uh, were cleaning out some of their stuff, and they had the old, uh, they had the first remastered mm-hmm. edition, 
and they gave it to us. And I wore those tapes out. My God, I, I, I watched and watched and watched and watched those. And I just, you know, I have a, I don't know, it's kind of looking back, it seems a little weird how enthusiastic I was about it. But I don't know, I just really like it. And it's just, it's just, I'm not as deeply rooted in it, but I tr- truly enjoy just watching them. Because they're fun and they're just, it's a good time. And so our, our dynamic here is me being the old school fan and, and Ethan being being this new generation fan. I mean, and a realist. So, right. <laughs> and, and with you, I think, I mean, while, while Lucas was targeting, I mean, I think Lucas was really targeting your generation for the prequels. Yeah. And so, I mean, how old were you in 99? You were what? 99? Yeah. Um, I was in fourth grade. So you're the right age to to, yeah. to see you know Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and and and, right. and uh, Revenge of the Sith. I almost I, the prequels try to leave my brain all the time. It's hard. There's to, good reason for that. And, but as, as a kid, you know, you see all the battle droids and the guns. Yeah, right. And Darth Maul being an, I mean, Darth Maul being awesome. I mean, truly awesome. Like my favorite. Right. He he doesn't get enough street cred. Like the obviously. best part about the prequels, I think, is 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 um, Darth Maul. Uh, and then it's all downhill from there. I remember seeing the prequels and uh, uh, oh God, Foley, Alabama. <laughs> we did a midnight showing, and me and our, my friends all dressed up. I dressed up as the um, Sidious, the the Palpatine, and uh, nice. uh, the girl I was dating at the time dressed up as Darth Maul. And I don't know if we were dating back then or not, but we were hanging out, and um, my other friends dressed up as various characters and right, we, right. but we did the midnight showing and I think the fact that it was new Star Wars I was like it's amazing and then it just the reality sink, sinks in it's like and then you meet Jar Jar and I, just the whole thing just kind of tanks from I'm there. not a Jar Jar hater I just I just it's just I'm sorry I'm sorry Star Wars does not need comic relief what, what, what yeah it does no yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. and, and we have some even in the episode we're eventually going to get talking about. There's comic relief in that. Right, right. But this, I mean, this Rebels, yes, comic relief is good. It kind of there's comic relief in um, the, the the original trilogy. But it's it's not. I mean, I think I, I contend that's one of the things that makes Empire Strikes Back superior to the other two films. Right. It's funny. It is, but the comic relief in the the first films. I'm not gonna say it's it, it's not smart comedy, but it's not like in your face. Right. You know, Jar Jar juggling the whatever ball of energy thingy, and it like lands on him. He's like, I don't know what to do with. It. I'm like, that's just stop that. I, I will agree that. with you and say the fact that uh, Star Wars doesn't need a fart joke. Yeah. And Star Wars has a fart joke now, and I'm kind of bummed by that. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. But um. So then we got Clone Wars, and like I said, I didn't watch much Clone Wars. I've seen some. I like what I've watched, but I've never watched all of it, so I can't comment as much to it. Um, I will say it's better than the prequels. Yes, and so much better. And so, and I think the animation style took a little bit for me to get used to. I'm so glad I'm used to it because I like the fact that I love the look of Rebels. Yeah, and uh, I'm just I'm very very impressed. So uh, I guess we can start talking about Rebels itself. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's first, about time. <laughs> so so you've got some background on us and how we feel about about. Um, about Star Wars, and I think that's cool. Um, so the first episode is called Spark of Rebellion. It's uh, 44 minutes, 45 minutes. It's a, 
it's a, it's kind of like an episode and a half or two episodes kind of put together where you take out commercials. And we watched it on, we streamed it on uh, XD Go. Um, I have access to an XD Go account. So I'm going to shout out to Stephanie. You know who you are. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Ethan does too because he gets to watch it as well. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm so, not complaining. Um, uh, so uh, Sparkle Rebellion was written by uh, Simon Kingberg. He's English. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, he's English. He has written some things that we are familiar with. He has written, and we're looking at his IMDb now. Uh, he's produced a bunch of stuff, but I, I want to talk strictly about his uh, writing credits. Um, he had he wrote um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, X-Men Last Stand, Jumper, Sherlock Holmes, X-Men Days of Future Past, uh seven episodes of Rebel, so his name will keep popping up th- throughout the season. He's got some uh, uh, upcoming stuff. He's uh, He wrote uh, Fantastic Four for Fox, uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which is coming out too, and he's got an untitled Star Wars standalone project that was announced, so kudos to that guy. Yeah. Uh, that guy has written a lot, so, you know, uh, so we um, we also watched, there's two versions of this episode, and we, we, we're going to just stick with the, the, the altered version. Um... When this episode aired originally, the first few minutes were, were not in it. They added it uh, and put it out on um, the ABC network instead, from Disney to you know to um, ABC, just to kind of show, hey, everyone should get Disney XD. I contend that it should go to ABC fully. I think I think it it'll do a lot better. I think one, it would do a lot better, and I think it would allow them to open up the storylines a little bit more. I think so too. Give it a little more darker twist. Because <laughs> yeah. there's there's some episodes. Um, I love Rebels to death. I really do. But there are some episodes that I've seen that I'm just like, you know, they could have taken this a little more right, right, a little a little different direction. And I think because they're on Disney XD, they have to keep it happy and cheerful and yay. And I'm just kind of like, but I, I want, I want some. But I, I think as we contend, as we go forward, because you know, like I said, we've seen all the episodes. It does get dark. Yeah, and but so, it does not get as dark as oh, it's still Clone kid, Wars. I mean, well, it's still a kid show. Clark, Clone Wars was a kid show too, so you know. But it got it. <laughs> it, got, it got dark. Okay, it got so, dark. So uh, what's special about this episode? The the opening is with James Earl Jones returning as Darth Vader. I think the first time since episode three, since the famous no. Oh, that was beautiful. By that, the way. Thank you, thank that you. That was beautiful. Thank you. It's the closest thing I'm ever going to get to James Earl Jones. No. Um. So we 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 start off, uh, I guess, with three star destroyers, and this really cool guy who's a Powin from uh, episode three. If you've seen, you know, his race is a Powin. P-A-U, apostrophe U-N. If someone, if someone knows a better pronunciation of that, please contact us. Um, the Powans were seen in episode three. They were, I remember first seeing them in the, the episode three trailer, and they looked awesome and did nothing in the movie. And so, yeah, I really hated that. It was like, oh, that guy looks really evil. And if you don't read, the guy's got weird, like, um, lines on, lines on his face. Like, he's got like, jagged teeth. He just looks like really messed up eyes. Right. And you're just like, that guy's going to be awesome. awesome. And, and he, he does nothing. He's like, hey, um, General Grievous lives here. Can you kill him? And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, so, um,. So I'm glad they brought this race back. They look really, really cool. So he is this uh, Inquisitor, and he is talking to Darth Vader, and Vader... But is he Spanish? I don't think he is Spanish, <laughs> because I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think there's a Spain in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. They missed they missed a beautiful moment. Well, he's in black instead of red, so... I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, the Vader's all like, you know, you got to 
there, make sure there's no Jedi. Just that your job is to you know kill all Jedi. So, my question sure. is, who does the Inquisitor is is the Inquisitor subservient to Darth Vader? I would say so. So you have the Emperor, Vader, Inquisitor. I would say. And I'm only going because I don't want to jump the timeline because I mean right. some, some episodes have already been seen, and I'm trying to keep this strictly for what we right. know. So from what we know as what is canon, we have rebels, and we have what happens later, uh, episode four. I would say it's the Emperor, Grand Moff Tarkin, okay, Vader, or Tarkin and Vader kind of even. I think I mean, yeah, I think I think they're kind of even. You think you think Tarkin goes as you know. Head of the the empire itself, you know, like making right. sure all that's right. Uh, yeah, and Vader handles you know special things, you know, yeah. special you know special topics is what Vader does. And, <laughs> hey, and um, and so under that you have the Inquisitors, and so okay, so I I mean I'm I'm just speculating, so um, I'm not entirely sure, but sounds cool to me. It works so me. so you know. Uh, Vader charges the Inquisitor to go, you know, make sure there's no Jedi, make sure there's no spark of rebellion. And uh, then we cut to um, Lothor, which is a, a planet somewhere over there. <laughs> I, I guess it's on the outer rim, and because it doesn't. Look, yeah, you definitely, you yeah, definitely get the idea that it's on the outer rim. It doesn't seem like our core planet. So, no. So, no. Um, and it's inhabited by a, a lot, bunch of different people, so it seems like it's a, a colony. I would. It's either a, a colony, or I would venture to say it might even be a spaceport. Without like being a spaceport. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a, a outer rim. It's like most isolated. Like yeah, most isolated. Okay. Yeah, I right. You. you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got I got you completely. So, um, on there we meet Ezra, who's a 14 year old street rat, and this is the portion of the f- the the episode where it really pretty much follows Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, Ezra is yeah. pretty much Aladdin. We're missing a monkey. It, okay, <laughs> I have I have to seriously question the social structure structure of this planet okay. when they allow 14-year-olds to drive speeders. Well, we'll get to that. I mean, I mean I, come on now. Yeah, okay. I mean, come on. When did you start driving? <laughs> um, not at 14. <laughs> and like not a, by myself. You know, like a drive a lawnmower or a tractor. Or... Yeah, but you, I mean, you, do you have to have a license like to a drive? Go-kart. <laughs> do you have to have a license to drive? Obviously not. I don't think they were checking well, people for licenses. Yeah, that's a problem. But let's get to that. So, um, yeah, there's some um, Imperials, you know, Doing the, the, the there's a what, couple guys in stormtroopers, a couple stormtroopers, and a couple of um, officers. Officers, big dude, little guy, and um, being just horrible. Uh, they're picking around this alien dude, and he was because like, you know racism, right? Basically, you know, speciesism, I guess. Speciesism, yes. And um, I'm doing some research as we we talk, um, but um, he's you know. Saying, you know, life is better without you guys. And he's like, all right, that's treason. Which, I guess if you say anything against the Empire, that's treason. Well, it's the Empire. Yeah, so. And they kind of, you know, are ruling. They're ruling class now. So and this guy's just really got He's much. like, man, I just got some fruit. I'm trying to sell some fruit. I got this weird blue fruit. I'm trying to sell it. But apparently that's a really special blue fruit. It's a, an amazing blue fruit, I guess. And so, you know, that you know, the skinny commander guys call him in. It's like, all right, this guy's going in for treason and then gets called back. Yes, he is. Let's, there's a room for him at the garrison. <laughs> yeah, I like I like how the um, the judicial process 
in in this world is just like <laughs> he's treasonous. Okay, sounds good to me. It's kind of like Judge Dredd. I am the law. <laughs> Hey, Jim Bubba, you can take him to cell block B. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I am looking at what the... I'm trying to figure out what the race of the guy was that um, got shipped off. Now, he looks like a like, looks a, like a bat goat. mixed with a teddy bear. He's like a goat man. <laughs> goat man. Well, he's got like the kind of the pointy bat ears, but it's really hairy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah. He's not that adorable. I will, I will tell you that. Was not adorable. Huh? Was not adorable. I don't know, he's kind of a white fur. He's kind of a cute little goat I man. I thought he was blue. But no, he's. I think he's got white fur, right? I think he has blue fur. Okay, so he's between... I'm colorblind. So. You know, it's really sad because we just watched this episode, Yeah, too. we just watched it. It was like, what do we know? We don't know nothing. <laughs> We're really bad at this, aren't we? Yes, we are. Uh, I'm trying to find what this guy's name is. That is not it. That is not it, but I bet you that pops up. He is a... Nope. Marnadon is a uh, Thorian. I knew that. Uh, I can tell you right now it's not a Jawa. <laughs> that much I know. It's not a wolf That's, man. No, it's not him. Uh, you know, we probably just hop on Wikipedia and find out. It's, it's not that important. Keep going. So, uh, he's being hauled away. Ezra comes and, you know, hey, he's like, I'm trying to buy some fruit. And Imperials are like, get away. He steals a com link and... Diverts the does the old-fashioned bait and switch right, proving step one that the imperial uh, uh, the imperial forces are stupid. I, I, yeah, I want, I want to break off for a minute and, and just kind of focus on how dumb the imperial mm. forces are. I don't think that the um, uh, they send the best and the brightest to the outer rim. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of like that crap job you have to do. You know, you have right. to serve like three years on the outer rim before you can go back to a core planet and have right. a good time. That's what I'm imagining this is. So, or or like you know, you have in, in today's world we have the ASVAB, and you know, you score on the ASVAB determines what you can do in the army. I'm assuming that the the Imperials have sort of kind of same setup. So if you score really poorly, they just ship you off to the outer outer rim because they just don't care. I. It wow. explains <laughs> so much about how they can't shoot, how they are just terrible at their jobs. They they are. I mean, and we're gonna bring this this um, point up uh, a few times because, uh, especially with stormtroopers, um, I mean the Imperials can't do their job, so they get they get called away because Ezra's all like, "Hey, go over here." But he doesn't have a fake British accent, so he's like, "Hello, welcome here to the Red Sector." Oh, come on up, come on up. Oh, please come over there. I don't know if that's ex- as that ex- extreme, but no, no. So no, it totally is. So they're like, "Oh, we'll let this dude go that who was going for treason because it's it's apparently too much trouble to walk him to jail." <laughs> so they're just like, "Nope, sorry." You have to go free, but tisk 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 on you. So um, they let him go. Uh, Ezra shows back up and steals some. Uh, no, 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 no. That's payment. Okay. All right. That alien was no, was no, no, being, no. Was being no, kind no. of a turd about that. I would say that's extortion. <laughs> no, because he's like, it's he's like I just saved your life, so I'm gonna happen to take a few 
few of these special fruits. And the alien's like, one. what are you doing? You're taking away my fruit. I have seven tons of this crap back in my house. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, man, a guy's got to make a living on Lothar. I'm just all I'm saying. Well, you got to eat. You know, a 14-year-old street rider's trying to extort you about Lothar fruit. Well, you know what? You know what? Next time. Next time. He won't save him. I got you. I bet you, <laughs> you know will. What? You know what? You can get thrown in jail. I don't care. So, um, Ezra gets his five or six pieces of fruit um, and, and, and sneaks off and they do the question of who is that kid, which pops up throughout this episode, which is a cheesy, cheesy, cheesy dialogue so line. Cheesy. But it's for kids, so I'll let it go. Uh, Ezra's watching the chaos he's created by sending um, the Imperial guys to the other Imperial guys, and they're all like, we didn't know, we didn't call anything, what's going on? But you had to call something, because we heard it on the comm, oh, right? Well, it wasn't us! I'm just, uh, yeah. Once again, Imperials are idiots. They're just so terrible at their jobs. And as he watches, he gets um, a, a twinge? A tingling? A twinge? His spider senses are tingling. tingling. <laughs> and he turns, and he looks, and he sees... Um, a dude with a ponytail with an ar- like like armor uh, one but arm. weird armor right he's like, armored who wants one armed armor well you know see maybe, this shoulder is protected maybe but, but the rest, rest of, of me is, is not his left shoulder too which is kind of cool and so um, he kind of stares off and then walks and then you see a giant big dude walk, and he I guess they he tap um, the the ponytail guy taps his holster. And twice. Twice. No, it's the leg first. The, leg first, the leg. leg first. Okay, leg first. We're all tapping our leg now. So tagging like the uh, to a Lasat, right? We looked him up. Yeah, he's, he's a, a Lasat. And so he's a, kind of this big looking purple purple. Yeah, he's monster thing. thing. Yeah. He, he and you found out that uh, he was um, honor guard. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, his design was from uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Oh yes, yes, he's yes. The original design for Chewbacca. That's where Lasat yeah, guy yeah, comes yeah. from. And he, sh- you know, he kind of like, uh, he shows up, he was like leaning against a, an, uh, an alcove and he's like, hey, I'm not doing nothing. And then the tap happens, he's like, got to get in mode because, you know, stuff's about to happen. And Ezra's watching and it this. It looks like he's like asleep, right? right? And then the, and it wakes him up. Right. And I'm just like, mm. You know, I'm watching mm. it going, there's something going on here. Mm. Yeah. And then they uh, walk up to uh, an adorable Mandalorian. That's the only way I can call it. And that is, that just, you know, because I've played, I've played the video games. Right. Star Wars video games. And you learn to hate the Mandalorians with every ounce of your being. And then she shows up. And I'm just like, ah, I should hate you. But you are so perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, she's, she's this weird, I mean... She's very colorful. Yes, and we know she. You know she's. We, you know she's wearing a helmet, so we don't, we don't see her head. So we think she's cute. I don't know. <laughs> um, they go stealing. Um, well, she bombs uh, a speeder bike again, proving that stormtroopers are terrible at their job. Yeah, she, walks, she walks up straight to this speeder and is like, "Sup!" Drops a thermal detonator on it, and the dude's like. What's going on, guys? And then it blows up, and he's surprised about it. And he's killed. I'm pretty like, sure he's what killed by is that explosion. Going on? That guy's last thought was, "Hey, boom!" Probably he's probably sitting there going, "Hmm, I like a piece of that," and then dead. Right, and uh, so Ezra, uh, not Ezra, but um, the the ponytail guy and the big dude steal speeders. And... I like to I like to break off from this. Again. Sure, sure. Um, sure. again, speaking of this structure they have okay you have a poor city street merchant who says 
yo, empire, bad, er, and they're You're going to jail for treason. For treason, right? But you have this dude walking around in half armor, or quarter armor, or just a little armor, whatever, and a pistol, a, a, a fully brandished pistol, laser pistol, on his right, side. Right, And you have this giant... Thing. Naked bear thing. <laughs> Naked bear. Running around with a rifle strapped to his back. And you have this Mandalorian and full armor, helmet, pistol, and they don't seem like that's a problem. Like, yeah, you, they're fine. Yeah. They're fine. Merchants we have problems no, with. No, no, you speak against the Empire, that's a problem. It's like, but it's like, you who could possibly kill all of us, yeah, you're fine. You're and, good. And the Empire, where your First Amendment rights are nothing, but your Second Amendment rights, protected. <laughs> it's like, this This is a messed up world we're living in. The Empire is sponsored by the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so she blows up. A, she blows up a speeder. Uh, the the ponytail guy and Lassat jump on another one, and they they drive off. Um, there's a third one that Ezra steals. Yes, and, somewhere in the mix. Yes, and so he steals it, and they're like, "Well, that's ours," and they start chasing him down. So the po- and so we go back to your earlier point that um, you why does the 14 year old drive the speeder? Yes. <laughs> How who whose idea was that? They go, you know. I think the legal driving age for speeder bikes should be seven, four. Okay, he is committing, uh, uh, he's stealing a speeder bike that's hauling some sort of... uh, Right, but he drove into the city on a speeder bike. I'd like to revert back to that. Why did no one stop him and say, no, you should not be doing that? Maybe that right is protected just like the guns? I just don't (laughs) understand this world we're living in. So he goes to steal a speeder bike. Um, Chases. Big, goes to the t- there's a big chase to the town. Stormtroopers shooting all kinds of places. Not at anything worth a damn. <laughs> well, what, 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 what drives me crazy, again, speaking on how stormtroopers are terrible at everything, they're driving down and they hit the marketplace, right? They're driving through the market right. of, of, this, of this city. And the stormtroopers like, hey, I have a genius idea. I'm going to shoot while driving <laughs> through this market. And I'm like... Public endangerment, people. Come on. I don't think they really care about that. Well, you know what? The the, the city government should take charge. No, I'm kidding. I don't really care. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know they, that could be treasonous. And they could go oh, to Yeah, the right, city. right. But no, no, no. You can carry a gun with you at all times. Hey, That's fine. Second That's fine. Um, so uh, the, the kid is in all kinds of crazy trouble. Like, stormtroopers are shooting him, but the... A ponytail guy comes and 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 you know, saves the day by shooting like five stormtroopers at one time. He's like, ah, pulls out this sweet blaster, um, from, uh, and it, it kills like I'm like, there's like five of them, right? They're just yeah, they're just done. It's insane. I mean, just hanging out, bam, bam. Like, I didn't know you could fire a blaster that many times. Apparently, um, it looks like the most Eisley blaster from um, Return of the Jedi, though. Yeah, it kind of does. The Blastech DL-18. Wow, you uh, just reached ultimate nerds. I know, right? right <laughs> I know, right? Uh, used for suppressive fire. I guess when you shoot five stormtroopers, that's suppressive fire. That would be suppressive fire. I would be rather suppressed. And so uh, I hope that is a Blastech DL-18. Because uh, it, it looks it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like the I'm looking at one now. Um, not like in real life, like a picture. No, 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 totally real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have those here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Um, um, crazy, crazy chasing um, through town. Um, uh, the Mandalorian 
jumps from on top of oh, a yeah. building, lands on a crate, and, and basically Ezra, goes, Ezra. hey, I could kill you, but I'm just going to take my crate. Right. She's Peace like, out, bro. Right. Peace out. Make sure the big guy didn't find you. And she, <laughs> she steals the, 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 one of the crates from Ezra. And then I, I was just like, I like her. I like her a lot. You just awesome. like that one won you over, right? Yeah, that one, that won me over. She was just like, "Peace, bro." And I'm like, the speeder bikes also they're on our our early they were early designs from Ralph McQuarrie for Return of the Jedi. Now, yeah, if anybody knows about Ralph McQuarrie, he um he did all the early designs for Star Wars. He did all the early storyboards. He did so. You know, he, uh, he just recently passed away last year, and uh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of what we owe to Star Wars is you know, and I like the fact that Rebels is revisiting some of these old designs and bringing yeah. them back. So yeah. it's very very cool. And for those who uh, had played, you know, especially the RPGs. The tabletop stuff, a lot of that stuff made it into the books and things. Yeah, and so it's kind of like it's good to see that stuff kind of making its way into canon. So yeah. I, I really, I really appreciate that. Cool stuff. Um, once again, um, the stormtrooper guys who are, I guess they're speeder pilots because they're not really stormtroopers. They have weird helmets and different uniforms. So speeder pilots, I'm what I'm gonna call them. Um, we'll are, go with that. Are yeah. chasing chasing the this rebel group who are chasing Ezra down. Um, I would say I sixty two. Yeah, down down this uh, Lothorian highway, shooting up a storm and causing all kinds of traffic havoc. No, no concern so, for public so, safety. Yeah. You know. No one, but it's okay because nobody's hitting anything, really. and no one's on the road. Right. You know, this big giant cars chase out of a main city, and no one seems to be bothered. It's not rush hour. Just you know? not between the hours of two and three. Um, <laughs> Uh, I like the fact that Kanan slow. Oh, sorry, that I'm naming you early, but the the, the Kanan, our our um, ponytail guy, uh, slows down and tells one dude, "I give up," <laughs> and the guy's like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> and throws like, a bomb in his hand. Yeah, they're like neck and neck, and he's like, "Here, arrest me." And you know what? I would have to agree with the speeder pilot on that one. That would take me for a curveball. Yeah. You'd be like, "What?" And then you know, thermal detonator. Which then he begins to juggle in his hand. And then blows up. I mean, You're in a speeder bike, you can drop it and speed up. I'm like saying, it's like eight minutes in, they've killed like nine people. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. I mean, it's, it's pretty For fun. a group that's so centered on not killing, they kill a, a lot, lot of the people. people. <laughs> um, Ezra and uh, Ponytail Dude have a conversation about I'm st- who stole what, when, what, where, when. And then a TIE fighter comes up for air support and... Hits the only thing so far in the episode, really. You know, I swear to you, that pilot flew back to base going, I hit something! Woo! That comes out of nowhere. And then he probably crashed into a mountain because it wasn't flying. (laughs) Blows up uh, the ponytail dude's um, speeder bike. Ezra gets away. So does the ponytail dude to chase another day. Um, Ties are chasing Ezra through the fields as Ezra's trying to get to his house. And then there's a giant, giant ship that lands in front of him. And you find out it's the Rebel Cell sh- ship. And the long-haired dude is like, hey, come on up here. And um, Ezra doesn't want to get rid of his box, his crate, the one he's got. And But luckily, thanks to anti-gravity, he managed to get... In, in complete ignoring physics. physics. <laughs> because magic. <laughs> Metachlorians. <laughs> he takes this crate that he's got uh, and releases it from the speed bike and jumps with the crate onto the, the ship and then they fly off uh, in towards space being chased by ties. Right. On board the ship, we meet um, a cantankerous 
um, astromech droid. Yes. With arms out of his head. Which is just amazing. I love it. Uh, and, and then the ship's captain uh, is a Twi'lek, who I, I love Twi'leks, so... Is it Twi'lek or Twi'lek? Twi'lek, Twi'lek. I think it's a Twi'lek. Twi'lek? Yeah. I call him Twi'lek. And it doesn't matter. We'll be corrected in the comments. Yeah, somebody will be coming like, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you <laughs> mispronounced that! Yeah. Dear nerd, um, or so-called nerd. So-called, yeah. We're not making fun of you. We I really thought you were a Star Wars fan. We right. really appreciate your input. If you don't know input. what a Twi'lek is, Bib Fortuna and Ula from yep. Jabba's Palace, yep. uh, from Return of the Jedi, those are Twi'leks. And if you don't know what that is, then you're listening, listening to, to the wrong, wrong podcast. podcast. <laughs> Or maybe the right one. Who knows? Yeah, this is our way to introduce you to Star Wars and our love of Star Wars. Um, so let's go ahead and name everybody because this longer this, 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 yeah, this is getting annoying. All right. So the big guy, the Lasat's name Zev. Um, the Eisterman is Chopper. Yeah. Uh, your favorite Mandalorian is Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, the long-haired dude in, uh, I guess, the leader of the group is Kanan. Captain of the ship, though, is Hera. Uh, and of course we have Ezra. Am I missing anybody? I think that's. I think that's it. That's six of them, right? So yeah. um, they outrun the um, ties and blows them up. Yeah. And, and then hit hyperspace. And here, okay, so you had a problem with this. Yes. All right. So basically, what they're doing is hyperspacing away. Yes. And then coming back. Yes. And they're not detected. Right, right. They claim that they, they shoot off into hyperspace, which loses the TIE Fighters because everyone knows that a TIE Fighter doesn't have a hyperdrive. I mean, duh. <laughs> so they, some do. Some do. The, the some TIE, do. Advan- yeah, the TIE yeah. Advances. The Advances do, yes. I think Defenders do, too, which are not I mean, haven't been built yet. Right, but, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. We're not nerd. there yet. We're, yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, we... I said nerd, not pig. <laughs> no, it, I know what you were doing. Whatever. They and can't it's... see you. It's an audio podcast. I don't <laughs> care. doesn't matter. So, they fly off into spaces. <laughs> like one or two spaces. All of them. They fly off to all of it's the spaces. It's another dimension. And then they decide that their reasoning behind this is they can fly back, but they can mask the signal of their ship. Right. Which is a good idea. But then the um, uh, Imperials won't know it's them. My problem is, it's a giant ship. And as far as I can tell, there's one of those in this galaxy. So it comes scooting back into town. And you would think a TIE fighter who's flying his normal patrol would go, Hey, wait a minute. I just chased that thing. Maybe uh, I should look into this. Or it just blew up a squad of my buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I think I recognize that boat. My only problem. My only problem. But apparently the Empire is stupid. Is it? Is it? Um, is it here that he goes exploring on the ship? Yes. All right. So. Well, they, they kind of they kind of um, tell him to stay. Yeah. Zeb Zeb's supposed to watch him. Right. And then Zeb gets annoyed and throws him in the um, uh, some closet. Closet. Yeah. And uh, he access he, chute or whatever it is. And, yeah. and then Ezra being Ezra. And the street rat being Aladdin, he he scoops around the, the ventilation shaft that right. obviously fits him. Of course, and only him it's because because really reasons. Because of reasons, right? Because reasons. And then um, then he gets out and he realizes he's in space. This is during the battle. Oh, you're right, you're right, right. You're right he you're gets right. out and he realizes he's in space. He's like, oh my god, I'm in space. And like my impression, I like your really good Ezra. That was yeah, spot yeah, on. Yeah, perfect. I do this. Um, and then a TIE fighter comes in. Mimic. Yeah. The TIE fighter comes in. He's like, oh my God, I'm going to die. 
And then Sabine comes in and is like, get out of the way! And she gets the gun. Oh, yeah, this is where she takes off her helmet. She's right. Like, like, so Sabine takes off the helmet. She's got short hair. And, and it's it, like you got that stereotypical hair flip. Yes, of like it, a, like it, a, it's, it's, it's not quite a pixie cut, but it's like a long pixie cut. Yeah, it's nice. And she kind of like... <laughs> she does what this What we're really saying is Ethan's really into this. Hey, okay, okay. I, I'm going to clarify. She reminds me a lot of my fiancé. Okay? My fiancé is spunky... If she knew how to shoot guns and make bombs, she would be Sabine with the whole hair thing and every yeah. Could, anyway, you could teach her these things. <laughs> I should. I should. Anyway, um, so she takes off her helmet and it's like that stereotypical reveal where she like right. flips the hair and and it's interrupted by Zeb. Yes, who's just like get out of my way. And right, Zeb's usually getting in trouble and like. Like Ezra's got, got that whole I'm my f- first fourteen year old crush look. Yeah, he's just like, ha. Ah. Much like Ethan had when he saw something for the hey, first time. Hey, hey, I'm not going there. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, that happens. And I would like to say the ghost is what the ship that they're yeah, on. Yeah, the ship is the, 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 the ghost has the slowest firing pulse rifle cannons I have ever seen. Okay, all right. Let me let me. I'm like, what? No. I contend that you've never actually seen one. <laughs> you don't know that. I mean, I contend that they don't exist. <laughs> but you, you know, know what I mean. You, you know what I mean. You know that look okay, determination okay, okay mister. Oh, this is a blah, 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 blaster because I'm looking at it right now. It's a Blastek D1118. Yeah, okay. Don't give me that crap. I'm just picking on you, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, come on, seriously? You have you have these things for like the Millennium Falcon doesn't even have that slow a fire rate. Well, maybe maybe she's not a very good pilot. No, <laughs> a gunner. Anyway, and I find it funny that that all not all, but most rebel ships cannons have barrels, mm-hmm. and the Tie Fighters don't. Have like. Nipples? They have just a little nubs. <laughs> a little Maybe little... that's why they can't hit anything. They're like, I mean, and they look like tiny nipples, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, they do look cute. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that's where you, like, charge it, like, you know, like the... Like you hook up batteries to it, just right. And maybe yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Like a giant nine volt battery just hooks up right there to charge <laughs> up the tie fighter. Well, I remember the old toy. I think that the toy took two um, two double A's in the back. Yeah, and so it made, <laughs> that just it, sounds dirty. I'm right? sorry. And it made this god awful noise, this <laughs> sound. It was it didn't sound like a laser at all. It just sounded like just grinding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's more like what I imagine a tie fighter being. <laughs> Making the ground sound make me cough. Keep talking. But yeah, but I, I just I find it weird that <laughs> that like you have all of these laser cannons that are like these big long barrels and these big tower things, and you just have tiny nipples. Maybe that's why <laughs> I they like can't, how we coin tiny nipples. <laughs> maybe that's why they can't shoot worth crap. Is is this just and they just go flinging everywhere? <laughs> One day they'll hit puberty. They'll shoot a lot better. <laughs> I'm a little too tickled at time. <laughs> oh, it's so messed up. All right, it's so, so messed up. up. All right, moving on from time nipples. Uh, that was so fun. Um, was fun. I'm trying to get my order now. Next next episode, we'll make notes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, or, or maybe our, actually pay attention, attention to what happens. All right, I'm just trying to hit the highlights. Um, well, they get back into town. Is it? They, 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 is it they get back into town first and then he finds the thing, or do they find the thing first and go back into town? That's what I'm trying to forget. 
What? Like the thing. No, 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 no. He gets that back. He gets that. All right, so... They, get back. so they, the, they land back on the planet. All right, so they land back on Lothar where no one notices them. No, of course. <laughs> and they go to what is called Tarkintown, which is kind of like, I guess... It's start- basically the west side or the south side or the east side or the north side, just depending on what city you live in. <laughs> or, or I would go in more historical, like... Um, Hoovervilles in the Yeah, Paris. yeah, that, that works. Say so look, history. <laughs> history. And so uh, they show up with food, and Ezra's like, wait a minute, these guys are not so bad after all. Um, the the crate he had actually stolen was guns, and uh, they were going to sell, they end up selling the guns to this other dude who is, um, I thought he was a Devlin, but I looked it up and he's not. Uh, I have the name of what this, this, he's a, Devaronian. A Devaronian. That dude. I think he had a little more hair on him than that guy. Oh, he's, I think his horns are a little bit bigger, but that's what he's supposed to be. Okay. That's a bad picture of him. Yes, it is. But, um, so, so um, hey, he's power plus two at most size length. Anyway, <laughs> or any mobile site. Ha 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 ha. That only matters if people who are listening know what you're talking about. And, you know, if, if they do, kudos. <laughs> kudos. Comment below. Comment below if you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. You know, power plus two at most size, any mobile site, any docking bay. Adds two to power anything he pilots, and when playing Sabacc, may use clone cards to clone his own destiny number. Which is great, because this has nothing they to do, do with, with Star Wars. This is Star Wars Rebels. It has nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with Star Wars, but, you know, it has something to do with Jabba's Palace. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um... So he pe- the Devon he's like a I don't know just a like a mafia guy or a black sun guy or something and he's just a bad dude and, and he buys the guns and gives them half the money and says hey I know where some wookies are and they're like yeah that's what we were looking for so he changes half the money for for wookie information and they go off of looking for wookies off of looking for wookies you're looking for wookies there you go well before that um, Ezra gets back to the ghost well he's sitting in he's sitting in front of the ghost. Outside, going, oh my gosh, my idea of these people is so totally wrong. <laughs> right, they're giving them food and stuff. That's wow. totally great. Oh wow! I should stop being so selfish. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, I like how um, we're mocking it. We really, really like this show. We really do. <laughs> but um, uh, <clears throat> he 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 feels again his spider senses start tingling. Right, and That's what um, this is uh, what I'm about, yeah. yeah, and he uh he he goes on to the ghost and he uh, breaks and enters because he's a little criminal. And um, to, oh, whose cabin is it? It's it's uh, Kanan's. Kanan's cabin, it's yes. Kanan's cabin. He breaks into Kanan's cabin and finds the secret compartment, which apparently isn't that secret, and pulls out a Jedi... Holocron. There you go. And a lightsaber. And if, you, and if you don't know what a holocron is, a holocron's like a Jedi Rubik's Cube with stuff in it. Or like the... Uh, the thing from Hellraiser. <laughs> it does look like a thing from Hellraiser. It looks like the March from Hellraiser, right? The, yeah, yeah, it kind of does. Uh, the Marchant configuration. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at me pulling that nerd lore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hellraiser 4, baby. Anyway, anyway, so um, Ezra, Ezra decides that he's going to look at this lightsaber, and in looking at this lightsaber, he figures out how to turn it on. And I promptly say that's a perfect way to poke your eye out. No, no, you said you'll cut your hand off. Yeah, you'll cut your hand off. But and Cannon says you'll cut your arm off yeah. right afterwards. So, you know, we predicted writing. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So uh, that happens, and apparently they don't care. Well, I think it's all a test. So 
he gives him back the lightsaber, but he secretly keeps the Ezra gives back the lightsaber, but secretly keeps the holocron. And I think, which which Kane totally knows. Right, and so does Hera. Hera's like, you know, you know, you know, you know, he's got the thing. Let's see if he passes this test. Hera seems to like. I mean, what I get from Hera and Kane, they've got they've got a history. Oh, they 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 totally. Yeah, they, I mean, they have a history. I think they're. I mean, I would dare say they're they're a couple. I would dare say they share the same bunk. Yes. I don't know if they share the same bunk, but I think I. We haven't seen this yet, and and so, nor will we because it's on Disney <clears throat> XD. I, I don't know. Hopefully not. I, hey, you know, um, Hera is definitely the mother of the. Yes, she's definitely rocking those mom jeans. Oh yeah, her outfit. She's got these giant. I don't know. It's a jumpsuit, but they're like mom jeans on the bottom of there. And like, really? Yeah. <laughs> they're just like that, and she always are wearing those earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs, and she got goggles on top. Yeah, of Yeah, like she, they they, she, they try to like. It looks like they try to like steampunk airship pilot. Right, she kind of steampunk punk her out with with the cool head tails. Yeah, so, I like Hera. Hera's my favorite. Um, of course, <laughs> you know we all can't like half Sabines, right? <laughs> um, where were we? Um, uh, Ezra stealing the. Yeah, so he's he's got a holocron. They get holocron. they take the information they have for the Wookies and they go meet. They go, they fly back into space and they're, they're going to to this rendezvous where they rendezvous with a imperial um, transport ship. ship. It's a um, it's not I, it's not quite a dreadnought, but it looks like a dreadnought class. Oh, look at me knowing stupid stuff. I'm proud of you. Yeah, but um, I think it's just a standard prisoner transport ship. I don't know, well, it's just the way the ties are hooked to it makes me think it's a dreadnought. Maybe because the dreadnoughts the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the dreadnoughts they hook to the bottom right, and so um, I think that's pretty cool, and so. Um, Harris. Which we decided that the pilots just have to stay in the tie. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you see if you see the dreadnoughts there uh, or or wherever the ship is, they um they they hang out to the they're cl- clipped to the bottom. Yeah, right. there's like four. I guess four of them. They're clipped to the bottom. It's four or six. Think it's six. Yeah, I think it's three on each side. And, and and so when when the ghost shows up, two of them automatically just you know fly to escort or check out. And so we just contend that the you know pilots are in there the whole time. They're just playing like, go fish over the comms. Howdy, <laughs> tears. Uh, no, man. This is a boring trip ever. Yeah. Um, Hera says that they have um, a Wookiee trans slave transport to to, to deliver. Um, we forgot something, and I need to backtrack. Did, did we, what did we forget? We had one backtrack. All right, so we've talked a lot about the good guys. We never talked about the bad guys. Eh. All right, and so the, and this is important because for what we yeah yeah, up, yeah, so. yeah 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 yeah. So this rebel faction, as they've stole stuff, has caused caused problems on Lothar. Uh, duh. All right, that's what they do, and so um, the Empire has sent a an Imperial uh, Security Bureau agent, the ISB agent, um, dude who has awesome mutton chops. Yeah, that I he, don't like. <laughs> he's definitely rocking some hardcore mutton chops with like that gash cut right on the edge. Right, right. Which you know, I don't know how that's regulation, but I mean, because he doesn't have any whiskers on his upper lip. <laughs> just, if anyone has seen Generation Kill, you'll get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> and so, um, Agent Callus is, um, is yes, is, Agent Callus, this tough ISB agent, and. He sets this trap, and so this is where we're at now. So this it's a trap. It's a trap. Um, uh, they yeah. so cut back to uh, the, the ghost, and they Hera's like, "Hey, there's a we have this Wookiee, and that's Tarkin's Wookiee, and you guys better 
let us on board, which you know would never work in real life, but totally works in Star Wars because, because the Empire is stupid. stupid, so stupid. <laughs> so they board, and what's great about this is that they do this great. They 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 try to do the plan in uh, Episode Four, where you know, yeah, Han and Luke has got Chewie as a prisoner, and yeah. it's Kanan and. Um, Sabine with um, Zev, and they're like, "That's not a Wookiee. You've never seen a rare sh- uh, hairless Wookiee before." And I'm just like, "That's the, nice." The best part about that is Zev tries to growl, and instead he just punches them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, nope, done. <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> not punches. done." Um, of course, it's a trap. There's no Wookies on board the ship. Uh, oh, it's a trap. Uh, Hera uh, and uh, Ezra are in the cockpit of the coast, and uh, Hera's like, "Oh, it's a trap. Got to go warn him." So Ezra runs. He doesn't want to. He's having doubts. He's like, and and the comms are are yeah, the comms are jammed. That's jammed. why they figure yeah. out it's a trap. Uh, <laughs> They're giving us the strawberry, <laughs> <laughs> raspberry, the raspberry. Yeah, yeah that's They're right. They're giving us the raspberry. Lone Star, Lone Star. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've. If you know that joke, <laughs> comment below. Uh, anyway, moving on. Um, Ezra's having second chant thoughts. He doesn't want to go help. He's still kind of like, I don't know about any of this rebellion stuff. He's kind of scared to take on the, the Empire. Normal 14-year-old rebellion. Stupid. stupid. No, I'm rebelling against rebelling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't follow nobody's rules. And so, but, you know, the the better half gets into him, I guess, and he runs off Or to, just the primal urge to go see Sabine again. Yeah, right. Or conscience. Whatever. Eh. He goes to uh, tell them it's a trap, and uh, stormtroopers show up, and there's guns and stuff. Sabine and Chopper. <laughs> guns and stuff. Right. Guns and stuff. Lasers. And the ISB agent guy's there shooting at them. And well, because... Well, okay. Back up. Back up. All right. Um, they, they're on the, the transport ship. And um, Sabine goes to the gravity generator. Yeah, with Chopper. With Chopper. And um, Kanan goes to... The cell. Yeah, to go to the rest of the woods. Right, right, right. With Zev and, and then, and then um, Ezra comes in. Here's a trap. And about that time, a star destroyer whoosh, in from yeah, the, hyperspace. Hyperspace. And that has the ISB guy. Oh yeah, and so they load. I think everything up. Aboard. Yeah, they kind of shuck everything up into the belly. And so uh, the ISB guy comes down with the more stormtroopers. And right, and he is rocking one fabulous helmet. Right, he's got the. He's got. He's this really crazy centurion helmet without, like, the brush. And, you know, and that's why he has the button chops, because that would chafe. <laughs> okay, I, I guess. Yes. And he's rocking the, the, you know, he's got a normal Imperial outfit, but he's rocking, like, the General Revere's vest from... <laughs> yeah. That, that hardcore armor plate on yeah, his chest. Yeah, right, right. He's, he's rocking that. And so ridiculous. I know, right? Um, so, uh, gunfight, firefight. Whatever, right? Pew 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 fight. Pew pew pew. Um, and then here's where I kind of get annoyed, and we mentioned this. So Sabine and Chopper shut off the gravity because they can. Because because reasons. Because reasons. <laughs> and, because reasons. And I'm okay with that part. Here's what I'm not okay with: the rebels have. I know it's part of their plan, so they're prepared for it, right? Yeah. I buy. I buy that. Stormtroopers are in space most of the time, right? I would, yeah. I you would, would expect that. there's some sort of zero-G training. Zero-gravity training, yeah. Yeah, zero-gravity zero combat training. 
Apparently, these guys didn't have it because what they do, they just flop around and float. They don't really? even do anything. And they're like, yeah, okay, okay. You put, imagine if you will, you take a cat and you throw it in a pool. Right. Them kind of going, ah, and freaking out. Right. Basically, what these stormtroopers did. Right. Like, and the ISB agent, Callus is like, I got this. And he's, yeah, he's like, oh, this doesn't phase me. Because, you know, he's a, he's awesome, right? But you got to remember the outer, outer rim stormtrooper theory. <laughs> these guys did. The outer rim stormtrooper theory. These guys didn't pass combat training. They were just kind of shoveled through as yeah. cannon fodder yeah, because they, they don't really want to put the best guys they in They dropped out of Imperial High School in the 10th right. grade and joined right. the Empire. Exactly. He's like, well, you're not going to mount much, so we're going to put you in some, some bright armor that doesn't do anything. <laughs> Hope you shoot With eye holes that are nowhere close to your, your eyes. eyes. Yeah. Stormtroopers are not really built to win. Are they? <laughs> no, they're really not. They it's were an army worth it. Like it's, it's like the emperor knows he's like this is an army of failure. Yeah. But if I throw enough of people at you, right? It's kind of like the Zulu versus the British. Right. History. History. Oh, I got five. All right. Um, Just throw enough at the enemy. We, it'll it'll be okay. It eventually will happen. Um, everyone escapes to the ghost except um, Ezra, who is pushed out by Zev. Who's just being an asshole? Yeah, <laughs> kind of being a dick. Kind of. For last, I have no other words for it. Right. Yeah. And he's like, "You did good, kid," and left. Well, no, 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 no. He is ca- Ezra is captured by the ISB. He is captured by the ISB. The only guy who's worth a damn in the empire. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> and um, the ghost escapes. Um, then they realize that. Hey, okay. Okay. Backing up. They make a jump to light speed with zero calculation. They just jump to light speed. Because the first time they jump to light speed, they're like, oh, we need time so we can make calculations. No, no. She detaches, and she just goes for it. Maybe she just hit return. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Return. And don't give me this crap that, that, oh, while she was sucked up into the belly of the Star Destroyer, she had time to plot a course. (laughs) Bullcrap. I call bullcrap. Because she's over there going, oh, my bouquet is going to die if I don't get him out of here. People listen to this podcast like, they don't really like this show. (laughs) No, no, it's true. We love it. It's just uh, just things that I think are just kind of weird we like to point out. Oh, okay. It's, It's... the honesty is we are both realists. And though we can sit down and truly enjoy the show... The show's about space people? I'm not a realist. <laughs> but, I mean, even with that, we can sit down and watch the show and truly enjoy it, but both of us really pick out kind of the weird flaws of logic. Right. But it's a kid's show, so flaws well, of logic work. It happens. It's just things we think is you know, kind of funny. Um, like, Ezra... They put him in a sail, a la Princess Leia. Yes. And then on the Death Star. And I'm, I'm, they missed an opportunity for him laying in a white gown without a bra on, going, oh, I'm captured. They missed a beautiful opportunity there. I don't know where they would have that opportunity. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm disturbed at your thoughts on this, actually. Um, maybe I picked the wrong co-host. No, so. no, no. Keep Continue. I'm sorry. Um, so... Ezra, Ezra's like, I'm not going to tell you nothing, and Callus is like, you know, dude, um... <laughs> we know you don't know nothing. You don't know nothing, you're bait. And tells the stormtroopers to, uh, search him. The stormtroopers just take his backpack... Push him to... Okay, one, they push him to the, the ground. ground. Two, they take his backpack... 
three, they push him back to the ground, and then they walk out. No, they take his arm computer thing or his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, 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 or was this... Whatever, this whatever. They, shot, whatever he is. Yeah, they, they, they steal something off his wrist, and then they push him to the ground. They don't really search him is what we're trying to say. They, right, they, right, because he still has the Jedi... Holocron. Holocron which he, in his... Butt cheeks? I don't, I don't know, know where, where he's. Was. I don't know where he. It just pulls it from his behind his I, back, I'm and there's not a pouch back there. I'm hoping it's like a pocket in this coat. Uh, uh, man, I really hope so. His little Akira jacket he's wearing. Um, seriously hope so. Man. And then he, for some reason, um, prays to it. I don't know. He's he he he, he contemplates right, but he unknowingly focuses the force. Well, he gets mad and he throws the hologram. Right. He gets mad and he throws it. Right. And it bounces off the wall. And so he sits down and he puts his head in his hands and he's like, oh, I'm so screwed. And he like unknowingly channels the force and unlocks the box. Right. And inside we have, uh, I guess, everyone uh, can Kenobi. Uh, our first of of people who have been in a prior Star Wars product, you know. Yep. And while it's not the real Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's a, it's a, it's a recording of... No, no, no. The real guy steps out of it. No. It's a It's a recording of... What I guess was Obi Wan's message after Episode Three, after Anakin killed everybody, and was like, yes. "Hey guys, it's bad here. <laughs> you got to not come here." <laughs> and it is kind of an homage to um, Obi Wan's message to Princess Leia, right? Uh, which I really enjoyed. Yes. I kind of picked up on that a little bit. He's got he's kind of got the the same kind of look and feel to him as he does when he's <laughs> shooting that message out. And so he's got the, you know, and so and he's very clone. He looks, I mean, I, it looks really good. I mean, yeah. And it's the guy from the Clones War who did the voice, which is very cool. Since Sir Alec Guinness is dead, and so we get the, the our second best thing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that happens, and Ezra's like, "OMG, what is this cool, crazy thing?" I think the funniest thing. Oh, back to the ghost, real quick. So the ghost. They're all celebrating that they got out of there and they're trying to Yay! figure out what to do. And then they're like, where's the kid? Zev's like, um... Totally lies. Yeah. Um, I thought he was I, with you. I thought he was with you. And then that didn't, that didn't and work. And Sabine just was like, cut your crap. Yes. What'd you do? Hera is, because Hera was all like, drops his whole name. Like, Yeah, she's insane. She totally has mom jeans on him. <laughs> so total Hera, Hera with mom jeans. Just goes mom jeans on him. And uh, so they have to go back and get him. He, uh, Ezra, is still as jealous of once again, stormtroopers are stupid. So dumb. Two guards are standing there, and he's like, Ezra's like, "You better let me out, or my uh, my grandfather, my uncle, the emperor, is gonna be really, really upset with you." And then he fakes sick, and then the, which is the oldest trick in the book, and like in any prison thing, you don't. Everyone yeah. should know the faking sick thing is your escape attempt. The door opens. The stormtroopers check to see what's going on. Oh, he's not there because he's hiding under the staircase. That lowers you down, which is I think is a bad design of Yeah, like who designed a prison cell <laughs> where dirt. you can hide in it? Right. And then he leaves, locks them in, and then they have to report back to like, hey, that dude is not here anymore. Which is so it's it's clever. I, I like I like their head drop though. They're, They're just like Oh, we are screwed, we're so fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm totally fired. I can't be demoted anymore. <laughs> yeah. I am cannon fodder. That is the lowest Most ranking they have. have. We are totally fired. And so uh, Ezra runs off, I guess, to what is next door and finds his equipment. Who who puts a who puts a like an armory right by an a armory chain. by a jail? It's a poorly designed star destroyer. Is what I'm really trying to say. Yeah. Here. 
Or there's a whole lot of him running around that we don't see. Right. I'm Checking gonna... each door going, Which nope, would... that's the bathroom. I... <laughs> nope, that's the kitchen. In <laughs> Star Wars, the bathroom is called a fresher. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm dropping knowledge on you. I, I, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, I think. You'll never I... need to know that. But... No. <laughs> no, Wars, totally I won't. But anyway, anyway, moving I on. I from Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Um... He finds his stuff conveniently stashed in a corner on a table. Yeah. Oh, that's mine. Oh, this stuff's over here. It's not a big deal. And then uh, he steals a helmet, which has all the secrets of the universe in it. Yes. He finds Comlink, up and running, ready to go. Ready to go. And so um, I guess the Empire works like the Borg Collective, where everything just talks at once and they figure that out. Because <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, there's, there's, no, there's no communication. Uh, Ezra finds out the Wookiees are not uh, were never on that ship. They were actually in uh, this Kessel, um, famous of the run, I suppose, the Kessel run. <laughs> right, which is measured in how far or how short of a distance you can make See, it run, and not how fast you can do it. That's parsecs in how we understand parsecs. I I've always questioned. I've always questioned if that's not how you know, because probably when Lucas wrote it, he was thinking speed <laughs> and just. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I know I'm questioning God. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes he's fallible, like Episode One. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> anyway, mo- yeah, moving on, moving on. Um, yeah, uh, go go to the spice spots. They, yeah. They're ships so, to the spice um, uh, the ship sneaks aboard um, the bigger ship, which is just total bull crap. Because <laughs> I I will just go shields, but that's okay. They figure out. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> How the ghost gets on board the Star Destroyer to me is basically like the set the underwear of uh, the uh, underwear gnomes episode of of uh, S- South Park. Yeah. Step one, rescue Ezra. Step two, step three, on board ship. <laughs> yeah. It's like woo, and so what? Step two, um, and Ezra just happens to find them. And yeah. Get, well, because he was crawling around in the ventilation shaft, shaft again, again. Something they don't show you is him popping open a crate and going. Nope, they're not there. Right. Crawl, crawl, crawl. Popping open a crepe. Nope, nope. That's that stormtroopers and closing that grape back up. <laughs> crawling, crawling, crawling. Yeah, that's what they don't show you. He pops down and finds uh, our heroes here to rescue him, and Zev punches him in the face. Which is funny. Yeah, because the kid deserved it. Really? <laughs> uh, Sabine painted some cool uh, rebel symbol on the floor. And we don't know that yet. No, she. We watch her paint it, but we don't see what it is. Uh, she paints a cool rebel. I'm going to yeah. say it. she paints a cool rebel symbol before. Um, everyone runs back to the ghost. They're chased by uh, Agent Callus and some stormtroopers. As they are flying away, Callus uh, looks down and sees the rebel symbol, and, and apparently it smells like terrible, like like explosives. They, and, and then it just blow, the and then it blows up. I don't know why it blows up, but it blo- Sabine hit the button. Right, but I don't know. I never saw a detonator. Is what I'm really saying. No, no, she has a detonator. I don't see the detonator. Like, no, 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 no. Because Ex- explain the exploding paint to me. Okay, the exploding <laughs> paint is very simple. You have tiny microscopic um, <laughs> detonating devices in each particle of paint that have a wireless transmitter up to I don't know a mile. Sure, we'll go that way. They create their own Wi-Fi source. <laughs> Right? So you get enough of them together. I love how you speculate. (laughs) (laughs) You have enough of them together, create a strong enough Wi-Fi signal to shoot off into space. Oh, sure. Right? And her detonator sends the blow 
up. And then, <laughs> just like that too. If if you if you if you could hear it, you, you'd hear up, and it would be <laughs> awesome. And all the little tiny microscopic detonators would be like, okay, and they blow up. So what I'm saying is, uh, if you're if but if, here's my problem. I don't, I don't want to make it. Here's what I'm saying. If anyone who works on Star Wars Rebels is listening to this podcast. Which is totally not going to happen. Ethan needs a job because he's just dreamed up the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of. Okay, here's my problem with this whole thing. Right. She paints it on the floor. Uh-huh. Okay. Does she paint it on the floor of the lift? No. So why does it blow up on the bottom side of the lift? Because I think it blows up everything. I think it's... But why is there the lift hole... And then the hole in the floor that's sucking people into space. Yeah, I don't know, because when it explodes, it does suck people into space. It's, it, maybe it is the lift, because it's like... It um, has to be the lift. All right, so, you know, if, for those at home listening, imagine Aliens, at the end of Aliens, when Ripley's got the, the, the cargo hold open, and she's trying to suck the alien out. This is the same kind of thing. It's this... And, like, six stormtroopers just get sucked out of space. That's, like, 12, 15 people that have died on this episode already. Right. And, like, I mean... Being sucked out of space, probably very gruesome. <laughs> but but do stormtroopers have pressure sealed suits? I don't think so. I think it's just a body glove and plastoid armor. Because the armor's called plastoid. Right, 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 right. No, I know that. But okay, if if you go never... back to um, episode six, they're flying through indoor. On the speeders, yeah, and they they fall off, uh-huh. and they hit, and you hear that depressurizing sound. I don't never heard depressurizing. I always heard it was just the plastoid hitting the tree. No, oh, you hear <laughs> as they fall down. Oh, I thought that's the speeder bike. The sounds like a speeder bike. No, no, I think that's. Have to watch again. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do this the Star Wars: Return of the Jedi podcast after we're done with season yeah, one. As well, we'll, we'll we'll get back to this. All right, so. Um, Six or seven guys get sucked out before one <laughs> out. dude is like, shields. <laughs> yeah, because and um, uh, the ISB guy, I can never remember his name. Callus, Agent Callus. Callus. Um, apparently is stronger than vac- the vacuum. I, I, I believe because he can navigate through zero gravity. and. Yeah, yeah, he's stronger than vacuum created by empty space. He's stronger than a stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously... <laughs> It wouldn't take much. So the ghost escapes and goes to uh, to Kessel to go rescue the Wookiees. Right. As a result, like, gotta rescue some Wookiees. Yeah. And he's like, one for all, all for one, very, very three musketeers to go rescue the Wookiees. Right. Uh, Agent Callus figures out that he has uh, been listening on to the helmet, so he's like, we'll meet them at Kessel. Because apparently, by just looking at the helmet... He realized that it was on. And he realized on. that... Um, Ezra had the helmet on just in time to hear the last part part of the transmission that said where the Wookiees are going. Right. Because that leap is totally logical. Sure, why not? I'm, I'm with it. Because reasons. reasons. Um, they get to the Spice Mines of Kessel uh, um, where there's a bunch of Wookiees. Which which brings me to my next tangent, if you may. <laughs> sure, tangent away. Um, I... I, I because you have a whole bunch of adult Wookiees, and then you have what I lovingly refer to as a Wookiee. I would think a Wookiee would be like a girl Wookiee. A Wookiee would be a girl Wookiee. Because like 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 chipheads. A chiphead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have a Wookiee, which would be a which would be a girl Wookiee. So what would you call a baby Wookiee? Um. Well, a wook wook. A wook wook. A wook wook. I know. I know. 
technically they're called pups. Because uh, I looked it up. Obviously, he looked up their pups. Yeah, yeah they're pups. I, I am now well-versed in yeah, Wookiee he, while we watched culture. Yeah, he's just, like, Googling Wookiee. Because I'm like, what is a baby Wookiee called? They're it's called a, a pup. So, but a pup is just, it's not cool enough. Well, I mean, I know, like, Ewoks, uh, little baby Ewoks are called Walklings. And that's just, okay, uh, that's, that's freakishly adorable. adorable. Right, like, you could sell Walklings at the pet stores. Like, right, like, oh, it's a Walkling, it's so cute. I want, okay, I for a organization Wookie, rescuing Walklings. And <laughs> I want a, a better name for a, a young Wookiee. All right, so if you are listening and either know this answer or can come up with a better term for a, uh, a young Wookiee, uh, you can tweet us. Um, information will be at the end of this podcast, so just yeah. hang, hang on to that. Um, right. Uh, your conti- your mission for the week. <laughs> continue, Tangent Man. Um, I, that that's it. I, I'm just, I, and I'm now well versed in in how Wookies are and the subculture of Wookieism. So the ghost lands undetected again <laughs> because <laughs> reasons. Um, sneaks aboard. Uh, the uh, engages the stormtrooper guards there. Yeah, there are only right. like eleven of them. They're not very many of them. Well, they they kind of do, they do a flyby, right? Right. And they shoot the, the guards and completely miss the Wookies because you know right. they can because they're um, the good guys and they. As goes to rescue the Wookies. Yep. Who yell at him? <laughs> right. And right. he's like, oh, no, peace, brother. Yeah, on your side. D- dude, I have, you know, things and stuff to help because you out. Because Ezra totally knows, however you pronounce the language. Sherrywook. 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 Because he totally knows how to say and hear that. Well, Wookiees understand basic. Right. But Wookiees, it is physically impossible for a Wookiee to speak basic. Right. But they understand basic. Right. And so, um, Ezra feeds the Wookiees, who then turn on the... The stormtroopers basically flanking them. Yeah, and like, and apparently, apparently, um, stormtroopers are very brittle. Because <laughs> all it takes is to pick them up and then throw them a couple meters, and they don't do. And then they, they're dead. They're done. You just kind of hit bump, bump, I mean, bump on the ground. This like, episode teaches me that stormtroopers are useless. Um, they think everyone's gonna get out, and then here comes um, Agent uh, Callus on a. a, a Badass ship. Yeah. Oh, no, Ties show up first. Yeah, the, the Ties show up. The Ties show up first and start shooting the ghost ghost engine. In the butt. Yeah. Harris sends Chopper back to, to shoot, and he just wails on TIE fighters. And I'm all done. I'm like, you were killed by a droid. You were killed by a droid. Yeah. How does, how does that make you, you feel? You were murdered by a thing with no soul. <laughs> <laughs> how does that make you feel? You don't feel because you're now dead. Right. And so then, then Agent Cal shows up in his uh, cool-ass transport, and they start wailing on everything. So right. the ghost has to leave. Um, the Wookiees are trying to get into a storage container. Cal's is there with a whole legion of troops. and A legion of 15 pins. Sure, because <laughs> because look up Legion. That's that's. I was just trying to be dramatic, man. Why are you taking a not, not, not a Legion? I mean, he had like a squad at all. Right, all right, so he, okay, all right. But but in stormtrooper terms, no. a Legion and a squad are pretty much as no, useful. I, no, no. <clears throat> Agent Cal showed up with a squad. Of there storm, you go, stormtroopers. Um, I want I want our listeners to have an accurate representation. I'm sure. Of what <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, he shows up with his squad, and um, the only way... They can actually hit stuff. Right. I'm proud of them. The only way, I guess, Cal, uh, Kanan sees a way out of this is to show the big secret that he's a Jedi. So he pops up with his lightsaber, turns on his... No, light- well, he first calls to... Um, uh, 
Oh, he calls uh, Hera. Tells Hera. Hera, yeah, well, pick up uh, 22 pickup. Yeah, and yeah, cause that's basically they're going to run into this uh, shipping container, container and then get picked up. Suction cupped to the to ship the and ship. fly away. Yeah. Yeah. The A magnets. How do they work? <laughs> <laughs> Magic! Um, so, Kanan shows up, pops on his lightsaber, and. Basically, kind of goes. No one fires. Thing. Everyone stops yeah, shooting. Everyone, everyone is kind of like that dramatic pause moment where everyone's like, "Oh, we're totally screwed." Except, except Cal's who's like, "You know, now target the Jedi." Yeah, because obviously they're doing such a good job killing everything else that just shooting at the Jedi alone is going to do them a lot of favors. All right, so uh, Ethan's favorite wa- uh, pup, the little, the the little Wookie. Runs away the opposite direction because because reasons because <laughs> he's pretty trying to join the Imperial Guard. <laughs> <laughs> to heck with you, my being chased by culture. one stormtrooper. Yes, one stormtrooper. And then uh, Ezra chases him. Yes, Hera gets away from the ties, comes back and does the whole twenty-two pickup, twenty-two pickup, rescuing the Wookies and everybody else in the the storage container. And then they're like, where's Ezra? And Zev is like, he's doing something heroic like you would, Kanan. And so Kanan's like, I have a plan. And, and um, Agent Callus takes, takes chase after Ezra. Takes chase after Ezra. Um, the stormtrooper that Ezra's chasing, who's chasing uh, the pup, um, is taking aim, but Ezra hits him with a slingshot. And he jumps, like, does a force jump over him. Right, does like right. a crazy force jump. Which you're like, mm, shouldn't be able to do that just yet. But he's, we'll forgive it. He's that skilled in the force, man. And then he's just like, psh, psh, yeah, it's doing sh- weird slingshot his, his thing. Sh- slingshot, and the stormtrooper falls. Does the famous uh, Wilhelm scream? <laughs> uh, yeah, which is not the Wilhelm scream. No, not at all. But I can't do one. So it's okay. Uh, and so, um, Callus shows up. Callus shows up and is like, "All right, that's a Padawan. Padawan and master in the same day. Master and an apprentice. That's what he Yeah, master and apprentice in the same day. Which I think is funny because he he has way too much faith in his fellow stormtroopers." That they actually killed the Jedi when he left. Right. He's like, you got this, right? Yeah, you got this. And they all end up dead. Right. Because reasons. <laughs> because reasons. And overconfidence is a killer, people. Uh, Remember that. Uh, Kanan shows up to save the day. Right. And, and this is the best part, right? So he's riding on the side airlock. Right. And, and looking like ship, a boss. I know. Like, and the ship just raises up slowly. Lightsaber in and hand. And he's like, bring it, bitches. And um, Callus is like, oh, no. And um, uh, he uh, shoots at... He shoots, yeah, shoots a cannon. He shoots a cannon, and Kanan, like, boo boo, blocks block it. Hits him, the sh- hits, hits Callus in the shoulder. Sh- he falls off. Right, he falls off. Uh, Ezra and the pup jump on board the ghost to go slice his safety. Right. Pan down, down. camera pan down to. Callus is stuck on right. this um, uh, post or something. Yeah, looking support this ravine, beam. Support right? beam over the, over the bridge that they were on, looking over this ravine. And there's a poor stormtrooper who's like, yeah, so first time seeing a Jedi. And Callus just kicks him. <laughs> Which I think is ridiculous. Because obviously this stormtrooper knows what a Jedi is. Right. And has the balls enough to say, is this your first time experience a Jedi? <sighs> Meaning to me that this stormtrooper has seen Jedi before. Right. So you it would think... have been useful. You would think, hey, maybe this one's not completely worthless. <laughs> yeah, but... He, he's now dead. He's now very dead. Um, cut back to uh, they rescue the Wookiees. The Wookiees 
the Wookiees are all like, thank you for helping us. We'll, we'll, you know, if you need us, call. And they separate uh, on a different ship um, that was not named. It was just like the Wookiee One. <laughs> Wookiee One. <laughs> and then they go back to Lothar and uh, Lothal, excuse me. Lothar of the Hill People. <laughs> <laughs> go to Mike Myers. Um, oh, boy. They, they land on Lothar and. Um, and I said it again tonight. Yes, you did. Oh, man. That one planet there. <laughs> Their planet they live on, Lothal. There we go, Lothal. Lothal. There we are. Ezra runs off. He is already he gives, gives back the holocron, but steals the lightsaber because he's, he's a, a thief. He's a, he's a jerk. And he goes back to his lonely little tower full of stuff, and Kanan Force Ghost Team is like, hey, join us. It's way cooler. <laughs> right? We have, we have cookies. We have stuff. I mean, we have stuff. It's like, you could... Basically, no, what basically he does is he's kind of like, he kind of like pulls the, the jock and the nerd. Hey, come join us and be cool, man. And do my homework. Basically kind of what I get out of it. I don't know. I think it's more like... I mean, realistically, I think I think Kanan understands that Ezra has a connection to the Force and it needs to be uh, nurtured. Um, Kanan is clearly unsure about the whole thing. Yeah, he's, he's not okay with this. I don't know if he's okay, not okay with it, but he's like, I I, I get the sense that he he's going to feel himself unworthy. Yeah. Of this, because um, he. I get I get the feeling that he really didn't. He's not a Jedi Master. No, he's not. So, I mean, you don't really know that. Right. Oh, but yeah. but you do you do a little looking up, and he's not a Jedi Master. Um, so, I, therefore... So, I wonder if he ever made Knight, or was he in a Pad- Padawan? I, I, what I've read, what little I've read, he did... He is a Knight. Um, let's see if I can look it up. Oh, I'm not though. Jedi Survivor, da 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 da. He's it, it it's he's, it says that he's a Jedi, but not a Jedi in traditional sense. I what I okay, I'm bringing out my nerdum here. Um, I think that Kanan is uh, kind of like a Jedi spy, and that's how he survived. That's how he survived because he's got that rough and tumble cowboy essence to him. Right. And I think it's a learned trait, mm-hmm. not a inherit trait. Mm-hmm. I think, and that's why his lightsaber comes apart and is is able to be hid on his belt. Right. Well, because normal lightsabers don't go and pop apart. <laughs> um, How do they go again? I like that. Yeah. So I think, though his lightsaber is blue in the traditional, um, uh, in the traditional sense, a Jedi. Spy, if you will, lightsaber is like yellow or orange. But is that stuff canon? That's the question. And I, and yes. I, I don't think it is. Because, I think it is. Because, uh, because, for what I understand, what canon is currently, it's um, the uh, the movies, the, six, the seven films. Yeah. And I say seven films because I uh, I'm not calling um, uh, the Clone Wars movies that was the film, and so the seven films, the Clone Wars, Rebels. And the new right. book, the new Tarkin book, which I've not read, um, I think that's canon. I don't think it, everything else has become legacy or legends or whatever they're calling. No, this is yeah, it's it, this uh, Star Wars. Um, I'm on their Wikipedia page right now, and this is under the legends category. Um, 
spies were individuals that were trained and sometimes hired to perform so espionage. So, so I canon. No, but... doesn't mean it can, won't become canon. Yeah. I, but the, the, he, he kind of has that... Because he has so many contacts. Right. Within... Because I don't, I don't think he was a knight. I don't think he was ever knighted. But he's definitely not a Padawan. So he's got to be something. Why? Well, that's why I'm thinking he is something else. No, no, I think he's a... Okay, so here, here's my two thoughts about him. I think um, he was either a Padawan during the clone, during uh, Order 66. Right. And saw the writing on the wall and decided to hide. Or he was a knight and did the same thing. But um, there in the old Western games... Uh, RPG yeah. version, there was, there was a class you could play called Fallen Jedi, which covers what he is, minus the alcoholism, because it had, you know, because the game part had to, like, he drank a lot, and you got an right. old lightsaber and he drank a lot, and so, um, but, but, um, so, but, I don't know, I like the fact that he leads a rebel cell, he's, he's carrying on this Jedi tradition, kind of, in a way, but altering it, because apparently, I mean, I am, I am, Reading the signs of the wall, I, I think he's he's in love with her. I think there's some stuff going on between those two. Well, I mean, okay, and and what is canon is the fact that the the old Jedi mm-hmm. um were labeled Jedi, J E D apostrophe I E, Jedi. I think that's right. That might not be right. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's been a while since I read hey, the books. Jump them, nerds. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's been a while since I, I read the books. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, but they were the original Jedis. And they believed in love and friendship and building families because that built, that helped build the Force. So Where's that canon at? Where was that from? No, that's canon. From what? That comes from um, the books. The books are not canon. Okay, they were canon. And then they decided they weren't canon. Because, seriously, the only thing canon now is the six films, seven films. Right. The books were canon. But not anymore. It's just stupid. Make them canon. <laughs> no, the, make up your mind. Well, make is, up your mind, well, people. I, I is think, it canon or not? I think Disney did. I think I think Disney did make up their mind. They, they looked at... They expanded the universe and understand what it is and they respect it. That's why it's called Legacy. There's a thing... There's, there's something to be drawn from it. I think in Rebels, and I think what's important about Rebels is that we'll see a lot of the more interesting things out of out of the expanding universe come into the regular universe. Yeah, I'm really hoping because I'm trying to remember. Because I mean, there's lots of things I, I, I would love to see. Uh, Mar Jade or or um, Star Killer. I like I would like to see an Emperor's Hand. That would be fun instead of a yeah. visitor. You know, do a season with an Emperor's Hand. That would be neat. Um, I would like to see um, oh all kinds of other stuff. The, the Black Sun. I love the Black Sun. And if you don't know what the Black Sun is, it's basically the Star Wars Mafia. I mean, you know, you know, Jabba, Jabba's scared of the Black Sun, and that's where she's war and stuff comes from. I like that kind of stuff. Dash Rengar. I mean, Shadows of the Empire is a neat book, and it's got some neat stuff in it. Yeah, uh, it's a great uh, NCC think, war game too. Yeah, really. I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I, th- I still think he's he's more of a, and, and and he's a rogue. I don't think he's a rogue Jedi. I don't. I don't know what he is. Well, I don't think. I think he's. I mean, I think. He, I, I think. I, I think he's. You know, he he's doing what he has to do to survive. He, well, he, obviously. And so, I mean, I'm not going to condemn him for that. So no, no, obviously not. But um, as we 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 wrap this up, um, you know, we're, we're we're you know, as we picked on it, it's a great show. I mean, I'm yeah, just, you know, it's and I, I love it. Um, it's fun. Um, your final thoughts? 
my final thoughts is I can't wait to, to dive in a little bit more into mm-hmm. each episode. Right. Um, dig, dig a little deeper. Come up with more strange and fun theories. Yeah. I, I think I think um, Rebels has a has a beautiful opportunity to make what you had said um, things that are legend or legacy become canon. I don't stick. I'm still sticking to the old word. I like I like the fact that they used to call it. I like expanded universe. Yeah. And so. I um, think I think it get, I think they have a, a perfect opportunity to um, bring in things that we as is book readers have read about mm-hmm. and that we really like we have and, and apparently they've taken away from being canon which I think is just stupid right but that's just my opinion um, they have an opportunity to bring some of that in some of that kind of that in the quote in stuff right into actual public knowledge base and I think that's I think they should and like- they have a Perfect opportunity to do it. I like how we talked about ninety minutes for uh, about an episode that was forty-four minutes. Long. Well, of course, because it's us. That is true. Um, so um, I'm gonna uh, do a little housekeeping here. Um, questions and comments about the show can be brought to uh, uh, on the Twitter at uh, at Mopcast Network. Um, hashtag uh, hashtag Rebellion. I guess we'll do hashtag. Yeah, hashtag Rebellion. Hashtag Rebellion. Because that sounds. Um, yeah, or it'll put us on the FBI most wanted one list. Um, you can or either way, yeah, whatever. Or you can hit me up at, on, on Twitter at at Scotty White. Um, Ethan, you on Twitter? Yo, yeah, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Told you how much I'm actually on it. Hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hey, hey, Ethan's looking for his Twitter. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I'll keep talking about the Mobcast Network. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com/slash/mobcast network. Um, we have some other great podcasts too, and so you can definitely check us out. Um, um, I like this. We're going to keep going. Uh, there's a bunch of episodes we're going to talk about. Um, next week, we're going to discuss uh, the second episode, Droids in Distress. Such a fun thing. With, um... That's a, such a good episode. With, too. um... We'll have some surprises from... Oh, he's found his... That's, that's, that, that's it right there. His Twitter is Ethan Young 1991 At Ethan Young. At Ethan Young 1991 So I'm at Scotty White. Or you can just hit us up at the network at Mopcast Network. Thank you for listening to the inaugural... Uh, episode of uh, Rebellion! <laughs> I hope we haven't been too rambly or too annoyed. I, you know, every episode will get better. That's what I'm saying. So, um, um, once again, thank you for listening to Rebellion, a Star Wars show podcast. And we will catch you next week with Droids in Distress. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.